0: The Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another
1: special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast.
2: The storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but
1: ultimately it's
3: exciting.
1: The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't know, I, I don't know, like... All right, all right. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. This is two champs here, along with the good fellow Silly Sellers, and uh, the good brother, Jamal the Giant Crab. And tonight is especially a special night. I know we've emphasized that over the year numerous times, but tonight is definitely special, as we have the special guest, the hottest free agent right now on the wrestling market, Mr. Donovan Jack. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? we're excited man the, I, I can't i can't express that enough but it's it's definitely uh it's truly a pleasure to have you on the show tonight
3: yeah definitely thanks for having me
1: no problem i know you got a huge 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 busy schedule coming up so again i appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of it uh just to come and chit chat with us tonight so um uh, again we won't hold you up too long because I know we're going to go over tonight all the things you got planned for the weekend and um, all other cool things and stuff like that. So we'll just cool. get into it. All right, Jamal. So what you what you got for us first off?
0: Well, uh, we're talking with Donovan Dijak, uh, the uh, PWI 2015-2016 top 500 wrestler in the world. 2015 ROH top prospect winner and entrant into the Commonwealth Cup and Nova Pro Wrestling this uh, coming April the 14th. And ESPN calls you the hottest free agent in wrestling today. Uh, I guess my first question would be about that free agency. Uh, What does that mean to you, uh, being a free agency, and and how exactly has things changed since you've left uh, the 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 corporations and became a free agent?
3: Well, it's uh, it's kind of a unique position. I mean, this is the first time in about um, I guess two and a half years where I've been able to sort of uh, design and. And uh, create my own schedule. So that's that's got its pros and its cons. Uh, and I've not been, you know, wrestling for for all that long. I, I, I'm now in my my fourth year of, of being an active professional wrestler. So, so this is the first time uh, since I started pro wrestling where I've both had the availability the availability to create that schedule and had you know something resembling a, a demand for for me to be on, uh, numerous shows. So, so it's definitely, uh, an interesting position to be in. Um, I'm, I'm trying to take as, as full advantage of it as possible, trying to, you know, test the waters in a bunch of different markets, uh, you know, see, see, uh, you know, what, what, what companies, what countries, what sort of landscapes, uh, you know, can, can best suit me for the, the future moving forward.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and you're going to be a busy, very busy this weekend. Uh, you're going to be doing the Evolve show, uh, you're beyond wrestling as well.
3: Yeah. I have two Evolve shows and, uh, beyond wrestling. Um, I had, uh, an opportunity for a, a few more shows, but I, I decided that, you know, three a weekend is, is, um, probably enough <laughs> considering the, the, the style that I've, I've been wrestling lately. Um, so uh yeah for for that weekend um or i guess it's coming up in a couple of days i have Evolve uh, 80 on the on Thursday night uh that'll be myself and Michael Elgin teaming up against point for their tag team championships and then on uh, Friday uh evening i believe it'll be myself versus Keith Lee and Evolve 81 and then Saturday late night um uh, so it's uh, it's uh, Matt Riddle, right? Yeah, Beyond Wrestling, the the main event of that show will be myself against Matt Riddle.
0: Now, that show starts at midnight Eastern time. How do you prepare for uh, for a show that starts that late? Uh, you guys are going to be the main event. One would presume that's somewhere around 2.33 yeah, in the morning. Uh, how do you go about a match like that, that late in the evening slash morning, differently than you would a show that normally starts in their prime time?
3: <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I've, I've never had a, I've never had a match that, that late before. I think, I think the latest I've ever gone on is probably like 11 p.m. something like that. So, so I really have no uh, no precedent for, for preparing for a match that late. I I assume it'll be fairly similar to to any other night. I'll just you know stay up a little later. It's not. I mean, I'm 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 kind of used to, to to staying up late. I get a lot of my my best work done in terms of like research and uh uh, whatever other various wrestling things i have to do late at night so it's not like i'll be you know falling asleep or anything like that and uh, to be honest my i think my flight leaves the next i guess it's not the next day the same day at 6 a.m. or something like that.
1: <laughs> probably, wow. probably as
3: soon as the bell rings, I'm gonna roll right out of the ring and head straight into my uh, my rental and go straight to the <laughs> the, uh, the airport to go home. Um, which was actually my request because I, I I very much look forward to watching WrestleMania every year with uh with my trainer Brian Fury. So so I specifically requested an early flight to to head home so I could watch that because for whatever reason I'd, I'd prefer to watch it. Uh, on tv with my friends than like live in person
2: so it kind of feels like you want to relive your college days all over again trying to stay up late and do your homework late and and then get on the show for the next you know for your next class per se
3: yeah my my college days i probably had a lighter schedule than i do now <laughs> i wish i could go back to that sort of schedule um but yeah it's 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 no big deal i'm, I'm fairly used to you know, long nights and early mornings on the on the weekends nowadays. So, so it's it's nothing new. I'll, I'll take everything in stride. And I, I mean, I can't argue against uh, you know uh, a, a main event match against a guy like Matt Riddle. I mean, we've been we've been building towards this match for a number of months now, and I'm incredibly excited for it.
0: Speaking of uh, college, while doing some uh, a little bit of homework for this particular interview, I found a video from Bridgewater State University where you uh were at the campus film festival <laughs> and uh, yeah you had you had a bit of an acting role there right. and um, you know not that, I mean it, it, to be fair I, I got a couple levels out of it now yeah.
3: we we came in uh, actually, we came in second for the for the uh the, the the school the the region I believe I think the whole I don't know how the regions were divided but we ended up coming in second but the film that beat us was, was much better, so we definitely <laughs> deserved second place, but uh, I, think, I think it ended up going on to like the regional finals and getting some sort of like uh, internet award or something. A lot of people oh, wow. like, voted for it online or something. Yeah, it was a lot of fun filming that. That was a lot of my uh, my uh, my Bridgewater State friends that were involved in that.
0: Now, so I saw that, and that's a far cry from the, the, the monster hero that we see on Ring of Honor, and uh, even the heel work that you do in Nova Pro, where we saw you locally, uh, how much of your persona do you put into your wrestling? Uh, your your real life persona, do you put into your wrestling persona? Because obviously, uh, you know you have some charisma. You know, you you got some acting chops. You know, we have seen it. We can see it come out of you. And then you know you just turn that switch and obviously start throwing dudes around, literally. Like I was there when you. <laughs> about
3: such a guy, like, right. You know, it's it's um. I think, like anything else, uh, there's there's bits and pieces of everything. Um, it, it all depends on the situation for me. I mean, I, I've never been a huge fan of kind of painting into a, into a corner. Because um, to me, any, any good character has, has layers, you know? Uh, just like in real life, you know, I have layers. Right? right now I'm in a good mood. Sometimes I'm in a bad mood, you know, maybe... Maybe my wife and I just got in a fight. Maybe my dog just bit me. You know, maybe my parents, maybe my, my grandparents just died. You know, there, there could be anything going on that, that could cause me to be sad, happy, angry, frustrated. You know, and I, I, don't, I don't think that that should differ in professional wrestling. You know, some days you go in there and you're angry. Hopefully everything has a reason. You know, why am I angry today? Why, you know, that, that's the backstory of all of it, which, which is sometimes lost on, on the independent scene. But because um, it's difficult, it's difficult to book guys for, for long term storylines and things like that. But but I like to hope that you know a lot of my, my different you know personality and character traits come across in, in a lot of my, my in ring stuff. Um, and most of the time, what translates uh, the 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 most and, and the best is anger because it's a it's a fight. So we're we're presenting right. a fight. So you you, know, you should be angry. But sometimes it's it's something different. And if the if the situation calls for something different, I, I, I like to think that, that you know, I, I'm capable of, uh, you know, turning the dial and presenting something new.
2: That's a good point that you mentioned about the storytelling, and how you use your real life to dictate of how you uh, set up your story in the ring. Um, even though you've only been doing it for four years professionally, who have you learned the most in your storytelling or your psychology of the ring professional career?
3: Who have I learned the most from? Yeah, who would you
2: learn the most from? Or what type of, uh, I guess, match did you learn the most from in that storytelling aspect to, to grow your craft? Oh.
3: Um, I'd say the, the the person who taught me the most is my, my trainer, Brian Fury. Mm-hmm. He, he taught me all sorts about psychology and, and everything like that. Uh, if I were going to say a, a match that really uh, dictated storytelling and, and psychology to me the, the the first few that come to mind are like uh sean michaels and rick flair uh sean michaels and the undertaker both from wrestlemania the rock and uh hulk hogan from wrestlemania i mean those are those are some of my favorite personally storytelling sort of matches um there's a good one from uh, t- uh one of the takeovers a few years ago with uh, Sami Zayn and cesaro that really stuck mm-hmm. with me for a while a lot of the stuff with uh with Triple H over the years, um, uh, especially his, his bigger WrestleMania sort of matches has, has always stuck out to me. Um, so those are those are some of the matches that I go to for, uh, for you know, uh, storytelling and, and psychology aspects of, of pro wrestling.
0: Now, the physical side of it, uh, I saw on the YouTube. you called a match Keith Lee versus Brian Cage from Beyond Wrestling uh, back in December or so. Uh, you on commentary, yeah. actually another surprise. Uh, and you kept saying that these guys are doing moves that I can't do. But you also do moves that a lot of the big guys can't do. So where where do you draw your inspiration from to be this, well, you're 6'7", 270, but you can still move like, well, an overgrown cruiserweight. Uh, where do you find that, uh, that balance, and how did you come about that?
3: Um, I'd say that a lot of just sort of naturally by by going to training a lot. Uh, th- there was never a time when when um, I ever did something or tried something at training in uh, in the hopes of emulating someone else. You know, I never I never. Of course, a lot of the the stuff I do, especially the high flying stuff, is is things that have been done before. But uh, but I, but most of the time, I hope that they're they're things that haven't really been done by a guy my size or particularly my height um which sometimes makes things like that difficult um and they're not the prettiest things in the world but but the the more I tried them um it it, it wasn't a situation where I saw Rey Mysterio do something I said oh I got to try Rey Mysterio but it's just I would I would try a backflip or I would try some sort of scenario and try to figure out how I could make that fit into my matches for the most part if I wanted to make sense then I usually save it you know for a a, a focal point in the match or, or it's built to, or, 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 something like that. I'm not just nonsensically flipping all over the place for no reason. Uh, you know, some, sometimes it calls for it. Sometimes it don't, it doesn't, um, I, I find more often than not that the, the further that I go into like a, a storyline or a feud or anything like that, the less that it calls for some sort of high flying action or anything like that, which to me, that's some of my favorite stuff because I know if I'm, getting a reaction from something like that it's a it's a it's a genuine emotional reaction as opposed to just uh, you know people booing and howling over a, a, a fireworks uh, spectacle so uh, so yeah i mean I, to to make a long story short i'd say that um that yeah that I, I wouldn't say that I, I have any sort of inspiration for 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 doing it but um uh, but they are definitely things that i i developed over over the course of time and training and you know, it's a, it's something that I'm gonna continue to work on. You know, I'm I'm always working on new stuff, seeing what I can and can't do, what my physical limitations are, you know, while I still can, because obviously there's a there's an end game to all of this, especially at at, at my point. I, I turn thirty next month, and I, I can't imagine that my body's gonna allow me to be, you know, which doing is why
0: we need to see a springboard four fifty this weekend, right? <laughs> and-
3: yeah, it's, four fifties are very difficult for me because they don't um what what i think a lot of people don't understand and i've tried a 450 a a million times and i always come up short because because it's just hard to tuck so much length because a a lot of it is is it's
0: the tuck and the rotation that's a problem for a person with the legs that long
3: well the the rotation isn't isn't an issue for me i can i can rotate it's the it's the tucking because i am i jump and i you know i can i can jump fairly high for a guy my size um, so I jump off the top rope, and then there's the the rotation. But I, I can't tuck as much because I'm I'm six foot seven. So so my feet always get caught on the ground before I before I can finish you know the rotation. Like if I were to do the dive to the outside, it'd be completely fine. But I'd probably kill myself or whoever's catching me. So I'm probably not doing that anytime soon. But uh, if
0: if there were a person that could catch you, it could be Keith Lee. Just saying.
3: <laughs> Keith Lee is uh, is if I have to choose one person to catch me, it's probably Keith Lee because he, one time I came up, if people can find this too, I came up a little short on a, on a moonsault uh, in our first match at Northeast Wrestling. Um, and you can find this on like the High Spots Network or the, the Northeast Wrestling Pivot Share. Uh, so I did a moonsault off the apron and he caught me literally with one hand by the ankle. <laughs> and was, and I'm, I'm six foot seven, 275 pounds. So he's holding me like a, like a, a I think of, yeah, like, like you would hold <laughs> like a, uh, like, doll <laughs> yeah, like, like a little kid holding their, their doll. Just, just. <laughs> I remember, I remember being upside down and just like looking at the floor and being, uh, th- thinking to myself, well, this is, this is what a child feels like, you know, when they're, <laughs> when they're being bullied and, and turned upside down and someone's trying to like steal their lunch money or something. like that <laughs> That was definitely an experience. So I, I gotta say that um,
1: Cody Rose is probably cl- the clear-cut um obvious pick for hottest free agent of last year, and there's no question that you're the fr- the hottest free agent this year. And um, I'm seeing you just coming off of a match with him at Soho from last week. Uh, you're scheduled to work a match with him on your birthday, actually, or with Northeast Wrestling. And I think you're you both are on the same on the same call for Bulletproof Wrestling, which is on April 22nd. Not sure if you're working again with him, again there. But just want to know how's it been working with him and somebody of his caliber and you got your you guys internet trolls is is ridiculous i, I, <laughs> I peeped that you said you wasn't a fan of zelda don't typically agree with that but we'll let you pass for right now
3: yeah that was that was me uh me poking at him i, I actually don't know anything about zelda i had a i had a, <laughs> a conversation with him in the back because i i i let him know that the my last experience with Zelda was my last experience with any video games was back at the Nintendo 64. I haven't played in forever, so I was familiar with like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and stuff like the, that. But the two me, best ones out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he explained to me that this new Breath of the Wild is much more, much more advanced <laughs> than that. So yeah, I, I actually had no no actual reason to to make that tweet, but I, I decided to <laughs> do it because I I you know would see if anyone would retweet it um but but yeah being being around cody i mean ever since he came to the indies he's been it seems like we've been on a thousand shows together between uh, northeast wrestling um ring of honor and, a, and those are the main ones and then a bunch of you know sporadic indies in between we've been able to wrestle twice now we have the third match coming up on april 23rd for northeast wrestling so so obviously very excited. You know, we got to do the, the Germany tour together. We decided to to make him uh the manager of my tag team for for one of those uh for the final night of, of the 16 karat tournament. So that was a ton of fun. Uh he's just great to be around in the locker room. I mean, he, he gives invaluable feedback. He's a good dude, a good friend. Uh so it's 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 really refreshing to 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 be around someone who you, you actually really enjoy to to be around in. In a, in a pro wrestling locker room.
1: Good to hear. Um, especially when you know that a lot of traveling as well. Um, what would you say is one of your favorite places that you, is this a must uh location? And, and, and in that location, do you have a favorite food spot that you want to share?
3: Oh, wow. Um, my favorite food I, that sticks out from traveling is probably Whataburger in Texas. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind, anyway. I I, <laughs> I I I try my hardest to eat clean while I'm on the road. It's incredibly difficult, and Whataburger right. actually
1: can imagine. Uh,
3: yeah, Whataburger actually has a um, uh, a, a wheat bun with a with a grilled chicken option. So so it's nice to to be able to have something that's actually tasty and clean at the same time. Um, so it's uh, I think. I think that's probably my favorite in terms of um, what place I like to travel to. That's, that's hard to say. I mean, I, I rarely get out of the hotel room when I, when I am traveling, but it's, it's been nice to, to go to, uh, you know, to travel to Germany and, and see different places. England's always nice to visit. Um, I got to go to Vegas a few times, which was, which was a fun experience, but um but yeah, I, to be honest, my, my favorite shows lately have been the local ones. I, I'm a New England sort of <laughs> homegrown kid, so uh so I like I like being around my my family and stuff.
1: Okay, two 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 random uh two other random questions. You bring up Vegas. How do you feel about the Raiders moving to Vegas?
3: The Raiders moving to Vegas. Um the Raiders moving to Vegas. How you feel about that? I heard about that today. Uh I would say indifferent <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> not, not a huge concern they haven't been in the playoffs for the past. <laughs> well, they were in the playoffs this year but the, the quarterback got hurt so it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge uh, it wasn't a huge hurdle for the patriots i, I mean I, I used to watch a lot of nfl nowadays i, I really only watch like most of the patriots games so. i was gonna
1: say you're speaking like a true patriots fan like there's only <laughs> one team in the in the nfl and it's just the patriots Right. <laughs> uh, b- besides besides the Raiders news today, Tom Brady also made some interesting comments, too. And I want to hear your thoughts on this.
3: What do he say? He you know, he's 40 years old and he told
1: uh, Robert Kraft that he believes he can play six to seven more years at the level he's playing right now. You think that's possible?
3: I think I did hear that on sports talk radio earlier today. Yeah, six or seven year. Well, yeah, when I heard that, I, I that would put him at about forty five, right? So exactly. No, we'll put
1: him at 47. 46, 46,
3: 47. <laughs> I mean, he could, he could do it. I don't I don't know if he'd do it at a high level. Yeah. Um. I mean, he could be out there, but but the the level he's at right now, I mean, that's sustainable for maybe maybe three years, maybe like four tops. I mean, he he's an anomaly, so. <laughs> Yeah. So it's hard to predict what what he can and can't do, but but yeah, i I've never seen an effective forty five year old athlete. There's always, you know, <laughs> at some yeah, father, point you start to you start to go.
1: Yeah, Father Tom's undefeated, so right. there's no question. He's coming for Brady, so he can stop all this talking about the Pilates and yoga he does. It's, it's coming for him, no question. Right. Uh, move move it to another Boston sports team. Uh, the Celtics are in the number one spot. Uh, overcoming the Cavs last night with uh, with the um, Spurs actually beating them, so it's a good year for Boston. Isaiah Thomas playing at MVP level, and I'm just wondering, what do you think about the Celtics coming out of the, out of the East this year?
3: It's good to hear. I I um I was the biggest Celtics fan on Earth from, gosh, maybe 2001, probably earlier than that, probably like 1996 to to 2012-ish, maybe 13. And I don't think I've watched, like, a full game since. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> ever, ever since pro wrestling started. There you, it, you just find that you have, like, so little time. And once, once you know, they, they've had a couple of playoff runs, and it's so hard. To, uh, I, I don't want to be a bandwagon fan, because I used to hate bandwagon fans when I was. Because especially in, like... In like two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I was the guy who went to like every game. My brother had season tickets. I went awesome. to every playoff game. The year they won the championship. So, to me, those those were so meaningful that like I'd hate to just you know hop on the bandwagon. So so yeah, I, I heard on on sports radio that they were in first place today. But I, honest to God, I haven't watched like even a few minutes of, of a game. I could tell you all about it because I listen to to. You know, sports talk radio all the time, constantly. So I can tell you all the stats and stuff, but I, I haven't seen any of them play, so I can't make any sort of real commentary. I have no clue whatsoever.
1: <laughs> I mean, at least it's good to be in the discussion that your team is doing good. I mean, the Wizards is doing good here in DC, but I mean, I mean, the basketball doesn't start till it hits the playoffs for me. So exactly. I'm just right. You know, <laughs> It gotta feel good to be the number one spot over the Cavs, and you know, under, a very, like underrated, real put together team. So just wondering, I if heard, you know how? I it heard that,
3: yeah, and it, it sounds like from what everybody's saying that it's it's sort of a, a fool's gold type situation. I, I I can't imagine that the Celtics are gonna have any sort of shot against the the Cavaliers. I mean, ho- hopefully I can watch the games if they're if they're on, but I, I I don't think I'll be like totally emotionally invested like I was back back in. God I guess it was ten years ago now which makes me feel really old <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you follow the uh, Bruins at all
3: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> there, there was there was the year where they were in the 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 Stanley Cup playoffs and stuff and that was exciting because yep. everybody around here was watching it so I watched it too but but, but no I, I no I haven't I, I'm not a hockey fan i I have no idea what's going on I'm terrible like I've I've ice skated once in my life and I fell over a hundred times, so <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a mistake.
0: Uh, well, to be they're about the uh, they're the last wild card spot, so they have the potential. If the playoff started today, they'd be in.
3: No, I yeah, I I, I know all that. I know all the the I know all the details and stuff. I just couldn't like like if. Uh, <laughs> Because I, I I listen to sports talk radio like constantly like more than I should so I I know like where everybody is in the standings I know the who's who's doing well I know the you know the about the new coach and everything like that but I haven't watched one second of of hockey I don't think <laughs> in the past like five years so like if uh, if Johnny Boychuk or whoever walked into the room right now I wouldn't be able to you know <laughs> tell who they are so
2: so, so rankham I know you got a lot of winning traditions out the New England area what is the one team if you're you know just chilled out not worried about wrestling not worried about anything you just want to sit down relax watch a sports game which team takes a priority for you
3: no oh, it's Patriots
2: Patriots okay yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I,
3: I haven't missed I haven't missed a Patriots game and in... I Probably my whole life. I mean, I I I can't. uh, You know, sometimes sometimes because of travel and stuff, I I can't see a game, but I'm always like following up on it and you know finding out what the score was and or following it on my phone. Right. I I make it a priority to watch Patriots game. I think, I think this year I special Sunday like a month in advance because I was like, well, that's Super Bowl Sunday, so the Patriots will be in the the Super Bowl. So I'm not I'm not gonna (laughs) rest. Just
2: (laughs) Just claim it.
1: (laughs) Dang man, something about. Patriots man just gets oh under my, my skin.
2: This uh, narcissism just—we're good. It's, we're in the playoffs each
3: year. It's deserved. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely with five the, Super
2: Bowl rings and, and with one person. There, one you know, yeah. six
3: Super Bowls—it it becomes second nature. Unfortunately,
2: there you so. go. So outside of Sports Talk Radio,
1: um, any other TV shows uh, you're into or any other movies you checked out recently? Um, I heard in an interview a while ago, and I also checked out this, too, that you was a big fan of Making a Murderer, which I thought was a really good series as well. Um, and I, I know you paid um, a big, big interest to it because of your criminal justice background as well in, in school. But other than that, what's catching your eye?
3: Um, Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Recently, I saw... I saw Logan the other day, Good movie, um, I, I, I actually downloaded I have mobile <laughs> Tuesdays. So, so I get like free, like movie downloads and, and things from Fandango, the website. So, so I downloaded fences today, which I was looking forward to watching oh. with Denzel, yeah. but it like, wouldn't play on my, my TV and I was getting all mad about it. So I just watched <laughs> Smackdown instead. Um, <laughs> But hopefully I can watch that tomorrow. Uh, what else did I see recently? I watch, the, the only television show I'm watching right now is the, what's it called? It's it's with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, was, um, I'm watching designated that. So uh, yeah, designated survivor. Yeah, designated survivor, yeah. I was having, having with from him not being in uh, the show. 24. Where it's one of my yeah. So mm-hmm. instead of watching the new season of 24, which looks like a total letdown, I decided to watch Designated Survivor so I could get <laughs> my fill of, uh I,
1: I like the show, but I, I got to be honest. It looks like they say, well, what is politics? And they
3: looked it up on Google and said, OK, let's let's
1: just use that. But other than that, yeah. it's,
3: it's, it's it, I, I don't think I watch it for the plot anymore. I just watch it because <laughs> Kiefer- <laughs> <laughs> the plot seems pretty. uh pretty basic, <laughs> to be honest it's just something keeps going wrong and and he tries to fix it and it's yeah kind of mundane uh,
1: the, the back to bank making a murder real quick i, I just got to pinch your pinch your brain
3: on this did he do it or did the cop set him up oh i see i've i've always been a um i've always been on the uh i, I don't even I, I haven't talked criminal justice in so long but i've I've always been on the uh the the defense's side i i suppose all throughout my, my, my schooling and everything. Uh, I always, it, it, you know, k- kind of leaned in that direction. Once I, once I got my first full-time job, it was as a uh, criminal defense investigator for the, for the committee for public counsel services. So it was like, it was like people who couldn't afford a lawyer. And the, yeah. the more, the more I did that, the more I found that, you know, it, there, there's so much like corruption and and you know people being set up for things they didn't do and and people lying on you know just to put people in jail which isn't to say there aren't terrible people doing terrible things but yeah but to me I always erred on the side of of innocence until proven guilty so so that's that's you know how I felt about that that particular show as well
1: I mean come on the guy he ran a junkyard and if you run a junkyard, there's one thing you know how to do, and that's destroy a car. Yet they found the car <laughs> in his junkyard. Right. And, but wait, but wait, he couldn't destroy the he couldn't destroy the junkyard. But he was the best forensic scientist ever, and cleaned up a bloody scene inside of a well garage with tools and stuff everywhere, flawless. No, it happened in the garage, but there's no blood. I was just like. Oh come on! Who they fooling here?
3: Yeah, it, it it seemed pretty rough. I mean, I I try not to take everything at face value. Obviously, it's a documentary, and yeah, you know, like, yeah. they can lean things in whatever direction. But yeah. but I did some research online too because I was so infatuated, and so itch- interested, in it, and it, it seemed like all the all the pieces seemed to line up in that direction. I I, I think I heard recently that uh that the the kid, what's his name, like Brendan R- Daffy, yeah, yeah he released released was out, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he a big pro wrestling fan or something? Oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, I forgot about that. And apparently they started to go from me. He's supposed to be at WrestleMania this week. Yeah, would be, that'd be like funny that.
3: to see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a nice kid.
1: yeah I felt bad for him in this situation, but I mean, right. Yeah. Um, another question I had for you was um I listened to an interview on the Coca Cabana podcast some time ago with Truth from Martini. And he was talking about how he had problems entering the Canadian border, trying to get to an ROA show. It was absolutely one of the funniest podcasts that I've ever listened to. And just wondering, from your time of working with him in ROAs, did you have any like really funny stories that you can share with uh, working with him? I
3: did. I I think that's probably the funniest one. I was actually pretty uh, indirectly involved in in that whole <laughs> fiasco. I mean, I, I I didn't I didn't find out about any of that stuff until I listened to the the. Cabana podcast uh, I think they called it like the greatest story ever told too. or yeah. <laughs> something like yeah he was he was actually with us the the that whole time when he uh, you know got rejected from the Canadian border and uh, and had to drive back and and then drive around all, all that was to you know to manage me and lethal the the next day in, in Toronto <laughs> so,
2: so stable, it, it way, was crazy, crazy the,
3: yeah it was crazy seeing him the the, the next day and you know it, we all heard that he you know drove around and made this ridiculous trip to do it so we were all you know thankful and you know talking to him about it but it never came up that he had this border <laughs> encounter with with this like whole like like a literal song and dance at the, at the border <laughs> that was definitely a, a very exciting time in his life uh in terms of of uh, stories directly involving me i there, there wasn't much i mean we 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 never really became like friends like outside of of of, of wrestling, you know, there there was different like cliques and groups in, in Ring of Honor and okay. and he, he was he was you know part of a, a, a different crew than than I was and and he honestly wasn't even there that long because yeah. uh because he he never returned to Ring of Honor after I kind of like figured like literally booted him out like I kicked him in the face and he was kind of written, <laughs> off, the, written off the story so and I, I had only been there for a year at that time, and I'd, I'd spent two months of it in a, on, a, on my first European tour. So, so we had, you know, we had a lot of good interactions in the ring and, and in backstage and stuff, but no, no real like stories or anything like that. Yeah, I know. Two chains
2: and I were um, around that time. I think it was two thousand fifteen, if I'm correct, because uh, we was there attending. We saw you at uh, Death Before Dishonor in mm-hmm. Baltimore, and we was at that live event. So that's when we had uh, seen you there with Truth Martini. Um, which it just seemed like you had great chemistry with him, Jay Letho, and that whole stable during that time. Um, was that probably your, one of your favorite moments of ROH, just being a part of that stable, or um, just learning from everybody while you were in ROH?
3: It's it's it was a mix of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I, being being around guys like that, you know, being able to to be in the ring for for the the celebration of, of Jay Letho's first you know world championship yep. was was obviously awesome. He he was such a good dude to me, uh, both. Both in the locker room, you know, outside of wrestling, uh, in in the ring, I got to tag t- tag with him a bunch against, you know, the Young Bucks and a bunch of other great, you know, AJ Styles and, and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so those experiences are obviously invaluable. I mean, the are the, the kind of things that you look back on and say, okay, wow, now like now I understand like why I was able to, uh, you know, progress so so quickly. Um, and Jay Lethal was, was a huge part of that. And then after that, you know, I started to feud with him and that, that's, that, that's just an opportunity to make me even better, you know, because I, I legitimately consider Jay probably the most talented, uh, all around professional wrestler in the world, or at least one of the most talented all around professional wrestlers in the world.
2: I I used to be able
3: to say that like with fairly, uh, decent amount of confidence, but now AJ has become so good on the microphone that... And now I feel like he's probably in that, probably in that upper echelon as well. So, so maybe they're both tied. I don't
0: know. <laughs> awesome. I have a a question, a two part question, really. Uh, you say that you're going to be watching WrestleMania and uh, you watch SmackDown tonight. What do you look for when you watch uh, wrestling on television as a performer, and has that changed your perspective uh, since? Has it changed in stepping in the ring? And then the second part to that would be um you say that AJ Styles is one of the best in the business right now you know it's hard to argue against that but what makes a, a good wrestler and, and how does uh, how does one go about putting all that together
3: um so your first question what do I look for uh, it, to me there's two things um, the first thing I look for is anything I don't like anything that excuse me, that sticks out to me as, as something I don't like, because if I don't like it, that means that that's a, a mental repetition for me to say that that's stunk. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I don't do it. If I, if I say that in my head, you know, if, a whatever it happens, some sort of bad habit I have or something, you know, or reaching out your hand to, to receive an Irish whip, something like that. And I say, I look at that and I say, that looks fake. That looks bad. I don't like it. I'm going to say it in my head, and the more I see it, the more I watch it, the more I can say to myself, that's something I don't like. I'm not going to do it. If and when I do do it in the ring, I can say, you stink, you you do things you don't even like, <laughs> and then it'll, it'll be another repetition for me to not do it, or I can you know stop myself from doing it in the ring, which is kind of a subconscious thing. Um, and then conversely, I look for the things I do like, uh, usually selling, um, you know, a different way to, to sell. Lately, I've been watching a ton of uh, Shawn Michaels stuff because he, he's probably the best seller in the history of pro wrestling. Um, not to say that like he and I are going to sell the same on on every right. because we're not. It's going to be quite different. But um, if I can take nuances, if I can take footwork, if I can take facial expressions, anything like that—that's the kind of stuff that I quote unquote steal. I never, I never watch pro wrestling and go, "Oh, that move was great. Let me take that move," because I, anybody can design moves. I mean, ninety percent of my moves are just basic moves that have like a twirl in them or something like that. So, so it's 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 not. It, to me that's that's the that's the easy part of, of pro wrestling the hard part is the, the little nuances of it and your uh your second question i have a bad memory was um,
0: <laughs> uh it's more about um well what do you look for i have a worse memory uh, <laughs> uh what do you look for and um how does watching wrestling uh how your how has your perspective changed since becoming a wrestler the way you watch wrestling
3: um my perspective about watching wrestling uh it's to me it's 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 still fun to watch wrestling I I I try my best to enjoy it even though it's it's kind of work it's almost research a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um but but I I look for matches that that I'll enjoy you know if it's if it's something that I'll enjoy then I want to watch it if it's if it's something i won't enjoy that i don't want to watch it but sometimes i do anyway just to just so i can you know better myself or whatever it happens to be um oh i think i think you 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 also asked about like what what makes makes a a professional wrestler like what's what's the the ideal pieces to a professional wrestler something like that um it's 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 a lot of things uh the, the most important, especially on like a like a large scale like a wwe global scale is is probably charisma and and character. Um, you, you, you can't underplay how important that is. Um, it's a difference between you know a, a guy being a a fantastic professional wrestler and a guy being like the rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan, who you know might not have been like the you know the most technically sound. Um, not to say that they weren't, but you know, the, I don't, I don't think stone cold and the rock and Hulk Hogan are regarded as like the greatest in-ring technicians of all time, but they're regarded as the greatest professional wrestlers of all time because and that's, that's, to me, that's a charisma thing. Uh, also not to be overlooked is, um, aesthetics, you know, whether you catch someone's eye, whether it be, you know, height, weight, size, shape, color, you know, whatever it happens to be that someone flipping through the channel stops and says, Oh, they need, I need to see that guy. Uh, so that's very important because a lot of people forget that a huge, huge market of professional wrestling is children. Um, mm. and even, even if they're not like the most numbers they're they're oftentimes the ones who push the important numbers, which is money. So, okay. so, uh, so people tend to forget that, especially on like an independent level where you don't see as yeah. much as, as much of that. Um, and then other than that, it's a, it's a mixture of a million different things, you know, uh, in-ring technical ability, um, the facial features, uh, the footwork, selling. You know, this is just a thousand things I, I could list. But th- those are the ones that, that tend to be the most important.
1: I know you say <clears throat> in a previous interview that you're a big, um, you're very open to criticism, but you are you go about it in a way of not asking somebody like, how was I? Because, you know, a lot of people are going to be yes mans and say, oh, it was great. But you actually look for the person. Or the people that to, to really say, like, no, that sucked, or you did that bad. But yeah. um if, if, with that being said, who would you consider one of your biggest critics in your world in your in-ring work?
3: Um, the the guy I most often go to for feedback is Warbeard Hansen. He's uh he's one of the guys who originally helped to train me. He's not much at the school anymore, but he's on a lot of the shows that I do, we were in Ring of Honor together for a long time. He does Northeast wrestling. He does beyond. He does. He does basically every show that I do. So I'd say like probably half of the shows that I'm on, he's in the back, and and he's a guy that I I know for sure without question that I can trust to give me honest, brutally honest feedback. So so he's the one I go to because I know he's not gonna. He's not gonna, you know, pump my tires or anything like that. He's gonna tell me what he didn't like, and that's pretty much it. So, and that's all I'm really concerned about, because I don't, I don't need to be told what was good. I know it was good because if it was good, the crowd reacted to it. That's kind of how pro wrestling works. Uh, alongside him was Tommaso Ciampa, but now mm. Ciampa's obviously in WWE, so it's a little harder to to get feedback from him. But if I have anything that's on like TV or anything like that, he usually watches it for me. Um and then Brian Fury, I can bring him matches any anytime. Uh Mikey Webb, my tag partner, I tag with him a lot. So so we give each other sort of brutally honest feedback when we can. And it's 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 always helpful because it's the best kind of stuff. Even even if I disagree with it, you know, because I, I just wanna hear it. I wanna hear if right. someone didn't like something. If I liked it, fine, I'm gonna keep doing it. Um there's, I can think of a million examples. They, the, the handsome told me a thousand times that he hates my twisting sent but I keep watching it and I keep liking it. So I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad for him that he doesn't like it. I like it. So I'm going to keep doing it. And it seems to be a decent reaction. So so that's kind of how I gauge it off of. So, um, what's this big weekend going on? A lot of matches you're involved
2: in, a lot of matches that's going to be a part of this weekend. And of course, I'm gonna, I want you to include your matches with this, too. What is the one match you're looking forward to? To the most this weekend, with a lot of wrestling events going on. Oh,
3: for me, it's me and me and Riddle. Uh, not right. not to single him out as a you know a, a, a competitor or anything like that, but just because I'm I'm just so big in storyline stuff. To me, that's that's, right. that's like the essence of professional wrestling, and it's so lost on the independents. Like we rarely get to do it. I mean, there's probably a thousand matches this weekend um, mm-hmm. that aren't in WWE. And I can't think of any off the top of my head that have as much storyline as, as me and me and Riddle have, have built and beyond. I mean, we've had this blood feud basically for the past, you know, five, six months brewing. It's, it's been built properly. It has, it has all the pieces, all the components, all that combined with the fact that he, I think he's one of the best professional wrestlers in the world and and we're going to be on a, on a stage on a night where I don't, I don't know if there's going to be any other shows on at that particular time. So I think, I think there's gonna be a lot of eyes on us and, and it, it's a it's a really exciting time for me.
1: Speaking of uh storylines, I'm gonna ask a, a question from a Twitter uh follower of ours, at uh, Doug Command at uh DJ Batcat. He uh, wanted to know, um looking forward uh what are you looking forward to most at the Nova Pro Wrestling Commonwealth Cup? Is it winning it all or is it taking another shot at Air world's undefeated streak?
3: Uh I, do I get another shot at Eric? Oh, is he in? The- well,
0: through the tournament, he's in the tournament yeah. as well. And
3: I see, I see. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess it depends on on where he is in the tournament. Is it a sixteen person tournament? If I'm not yes. mistaken, it's twelve currently. I think it's twelve. So I don't even know how that works um, yeah, we're, 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 slowly <laughs> too. Too. <laughs> yeah we're slowly getting the info as it comes to
1: I think I think they made an announcement today that they was going to announce some other people so maybe maybe breach out to 14.
3: but okay. as far as I know now is a 12 is a twelve yeah, I, I, as of right now I'm just waiting to see who I get in the first round and and like any um, other sport that's that's from you, what I'm you
0: get go. Tim Donst in the first round
3: oh that's right they did announce that didn't they? Yeah. Um. <laughs> sorry, I got a bad memory. So yeah, me and Tim dawson Dude, you
1: got a zillion shows within the <laughs> right, month of you April. Know, There's no nobody can be mad at you for forgetting anything. I completely
3: <laughs> forgot that it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I, it's, I in, actually, it's in two
0: weeks. And that might as well be a month
3: from now. It's it's <laughs> it further away. I did I did just book a rental car for that though, so it should have been on my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm just I'm just looking forward to the first round, obviously is an incredible competitor and everything he's come back from is obviously a fantastic story so so I'm I'm looking forward to that it's a first time matchup and and I'll I'll you know we'll we'll take it from there it's it wouldn't be my first time in a tournament I've been in I've been in the Beyond tournament I I did four rounds in that I was just in the most prestigious tournament in all of Europe the 16 carat tournament so so I've I've got ai was I was in the Division Three basketball <laughs> Sweet Sixteen, uh, for yes. basketball, or for basketball tournaments. So so I've I've got my fair share of tournaments. So I I, I know how I handle <laughs> it's it's always one game at a
1: time. Spoken like you
2: a about,
0: true Patriots fan. I want to ask you. Geez, I want to <laughs> ask you about uh, WXW. You're uh, going over to Germany and and in England and in in Canada. Do you notice a difference in the crowds? Uh, you know, and how do you react? To the reaction that crowds give you—Philly, uh, Toronto, London, uh, big wrestling, uh, boisterous wrestling crowd cities—does that change the way that you go about uh, you doing business? You know that the crowd's going to be, you know, uh, pretty much more vocal or less vocal than another.
3: Uh, the crowds overseas are are different, um, noticeably different. Uh, they're, they're, they're typically more, more engaging. Uh, they, they like sing songs and stuff, which is always interesting. <laughs> um, to me, it's not, it's not about planning per se for, for any particular crowd. It's about having the experience and the the knowledge and the preparation for any particular crowd. Cause it's, it's, it's less about, Predicting what any particular crowd is going to do at a specific point, and it's more about reacting to what they're going to do. Because if you if you try to make predictions, oh, when we do this double down, we're going to get a this is awesome chant, or what? When we do do this strike exchange, it's going to be boo yay or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, so, and then it doesn't happen, and then you're all lost. So you 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 can't wrestle like that. You 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 have to just react to what a crowd is doing, and that those are the those are the things that you 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 don't have to worry about. You know, there's so many things that you do worry about, but but that's the one thing that the more you wrestle, the more it comes naturally. And uh, for some guys, quicker than others. But um, but yeah, it, it, at this point, I've, I've wrestled in front of a variety of crowds. They're all different in their own unique way. But uh, but it's 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 reacting to them. That is about you know uh, um, preparing for it per se.
0: Well, we've seen uh, like the uh, WrestleMania, uh, the Raw after WrestleMania, uh, Takeover London specifically, where the crowd was. Not uh they didn't like hijack the show or anything, but you can see that the wrestlers, the guys in the ring, definitely reacted to what the crowd was in almost a stunned way. Um, so, so how how do you deal with that knowing that you have a job to do? This is the match that's gonna be, but yet you have five hundred, a thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand uh soccer hooligans singing songs in German. Like how, how does that how do you work that out for your for yourself?
3: It, it's gotta be surreal, right? My my goal until someone tells me otherwise specifically not to is to react as naturally to anything as i possibly can yep. and to me that's going to translate the way that it should to any of my fan base whether i want them to like me or dislike me or whatever it happens to be because i'm 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 in a in a, a frame of mind you know if I, if the goal is to get the other guy over and to uh, you know um, to, for me to draw heat and for him to to shine on me then, then I'm going to put myself in a frame of mind that, that prepares me for if the crowd starts cheering for me, what do I do? If the crowd starts booing me, what do I do? If one guy calls out and makes fun of me, how do I react to him? And to me, it's just whatever comes naturally when I'm in that frame of mind. And if I do that, that should, that, that should reflect as genuine. And I think genuine is what people are looking for, whether it's, whether it's positive, whether it's negative. I, I, I just think they want to believe Uh, and, and that's what I try to bring to the table. I try to make it so, so no matter what someone is watching, they, they, they can suspend disbelief and and become invested, become enveloped in, in, in what they're watching when they're, when they're viewing the product of, of Donovan Dijak. So that's, that's the, the, that's the path that I take. Um, of course, at some point, I'm, I'm sure I'm going (laughs) to be advised not to do that, um, because there's only so many positive ways to react when 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 uh, when a, when an audience is scolding you uh but 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 to me if it's genuine then then the people will come to respect it and and respect is a, a positive thing to me in professional wrestling I agree you
1: nailed that one right on the head I, I think that is absolutely where it's captivated me as far as it outside of the ring work of being a fan and, and, and genuinely can stand up and say being a fan because you just all around come off as a genuine person. That's why it was just no question to try to be able to pin this interview because it's, it's, it's something that's ever since we started a podcast, it's something that we've always had on our heart, but I knew that when we officially going was going to have our first interview, it was no other question than, than yourself. And I knew we was going to all around get a good experience with it. So again, we greatly appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Um, I got one more question. <laughs> and I'm going to dance around this one just a little bit. OK,
0: Uh-oh.
1: so you're, you're free agent. Yeah, you too, for sure. You're, free, you're free agent. I, I
3: think you know that I already know what the question is, don't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, just as vanilla as it is, when you're a free agent, you're the hottest free agents.
3: Are, are they knocking on your door? Uh, everybody's knocking on my door. The question is whether, when and whether or not I can answer it. Um, gotcha. and right, right now the, the, the I, I can't quite answer the, the, the door yet. Yeah. Um, but every, every line to, to every company's communication is currently open. So, so hopefully there's some, some, uh, some good progress in the, in the next, the next few months. Absolutely.
0: Well, the ball's certainly in your court, man. And then you definitely, have taken it and ran with it, there's been some interesting progress, uh, you know, in recent memory. You just came back from Germany. Uh, like, what was it, last weekend? What was the last
3: two weeks? Uh, two weeks ago, I think.
0: Yeah, um, and then you, know, you have this massive weekend in Orlando, um, and then going forward, you know, you got the birthday show coming up on the uh, in April, so uh, the future's certainly big and bright as it's it's going to be a long April, man. So congratulations to all of your success and uh, future success down the road.
2: For sure, Thank man. We're, we're, we're all three of us are huge fans. We'll definitely be at Nova Pro um, to support you on that, man. Uh, definitely, like like I mentioned before, we saw you in Baltimore. We was also in San Antonio uh, during WrestleMania weekend. Um, I'm not saying, excuse me, Dallas for WrestleMania weekend two years ago or last year. Um, so we're just appreciative of your work that you're doing and even taking time, like you said, even with your busy schedule that you came to come in time to talk to us. But um, we're definitely huge fans of your work, man. Definitely.
3: Awesome. Thank you.
1: I I got a random question. I saw you retweet a fan that had a Donovan Jack shirt, sort of say a Dunkin' Donuts theme. Where in the yep. world can I get that from?
3: Uh, I just got a new stock of them. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see you April. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a bunch of them down uh maybe not a bunch. I got like 10 right now of, of that particular one. That's my, that's my all time bestseller. I've, I've reordered it probably 15, 20 times now. Um, I got another order coming in. So, uh, I think I just talked to the t-shirt guy today that the order should be in. The brand new order should be in on the 13th. So I should have them for the
2: fourteenth. <laughs> you,
1: you, you tell him to have that ready or, or just give me his Twitter name. And I'll just harass make sure I get my order. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I, I'm pretty, he's really good. I've used him for like two or three years now and it should be ready. And if it's not that shirt and all my designs are available on pro wrestling tees. So you can always get it there too. Cool. Cool. Cool.
1: All right, so, um, again, we greatly appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, give you an opportunity to just, again, to run down um, all your shows that you got coming up uh, for this weekend and any any of your um, uh, your your Twitter handle or anything else you want to plug, giving you the opportunity to do so now.
3: Yeah, uh, th- this weekend, like I said, is Evolve uh, Thursday, Friday, and then beyond uh, Saturday late night meet, uh, midnight, so technically Sunday morning. <laughs> um after after that i've got some uh some dates uh chaotic wrestling coming up on the 7th and then the 8th is uh what do i have on the 8th saturday the 8th oh ace ace pro wrestling in uh in new jersey um and then some some northeast wrestling dates after that um you can find all my dates currently. Uh, the My website should be updated. It's DonovanDijak.com. Everything is D-O-N-O-V-A-N-D-I-J-A-K. It's also pinned to the top of my Twitter, which is at DonovanDijak, uh, Facebook.com slash And then, like I mentioned just a few seconds ago, ProWrestlingTees.com slash And Instagram is DonovanDijak44. Uh, that's pretty much everything, I think. Unless you got Snapchat, <laughs> I, I, I've tried. I Snapchat with my wife, and that's about it. Because because she likes to use it. Yeah. She showed me how to use it, and for whatever reason, it's not like it's not like clicking in my head. I can't like things come to me very quickly. Like I figured out Twitter in like five minutes. I figured yeah. out Facebook in five minutes. But Snapchat, yeah. I just every time I open it, I'm like, I can't figure out what's going on here. I don't know <laughs> it's swiping, and then <laughs> this yeah. And, so Has it just confuses me? the hell out of me. And I, I, the username, I'm like, I don't know what my username is. How do I find <laughs> other people? Very, very confusing. So I, I just try to ignore it. And it, I feel like no real good can come of it because, like, the, the, the whole pretense around it is, like, these are photos that will be deleted shortly. And it's like, well, what do I want to send that's going to get deleted shortly? It's kind of an obvious answer to an obvious question. So <laughs> I i try my best to stay away from Snapchat. It seems, it seems like it's yeah. luring me in for some terrible things. So oh, yeah. as
0: we've seen in the last two weeks, what could possibly go wrong?
3: It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yes. And, and I no guy would pretty pretty save confidence that I that hopefully I will never be part of that group. Please, please, that please. So And no no guy wants to be
1: the We'll also have you on for tonight. Um, again, check everything that he already listed. We also are we're promo- prom- promoting it, promoting it as well on all our pages. So um, check him out. All the shows you're down Orlando, you'll be a fool not to run into one of his shows. They're all over the place. He, he's he's running he's running the city of Orlando this weekend. So again, Donovan Dijak, uh, and this is uh, for Two Chains, Jamal, and Mr. Silly Sellers of the, of the Big Ol' Wrestling Podcast. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks again, Donovan.
2: Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, All right, you Bye. too.